Hello, it's Zach Lyman in the Zach Lyman Podcast. So happy that you came back to give this another listen. Thank you so much, guys, all the subscribers and uh, the new friends that I've been making because of this podcast. I really, really appreciate you. Uh, if you want to support the podcast, head over to ZachLyman.com and buy a t-shirt, a Comedy and Naps t-shirt, or uh, any of the other options I have available right now. And also, you can just download my ebook about comedy. I wrote about my 11 years of doing comedy and what I've learned. It's called 11 Years of Mistakes. Uh, it's free, so it's on my website, ZachLyman.com. Now, guys, I thought this episode was lost forever. I uh, I lost the file. I did for for a very long time. This is actually recorded last year at Big Pine Comedy Festival in Flagstaff. Uh, I was up there. And my friend Savannah Hernandez and I went and watched uh, the Yardley Brothers perform and, as always, blown away. I've known them for years, absolutely love Jake and Alex. They're great human beings. And we saw them perform and I was like, I just I just really want to sit down and get to know them a little bit better, you know? Because I've seen them over the years around the comedy scene, but I never sat down and was like, what's your story? What's happening? Who are you? Why are you here? Uh, and, uh, I thought this would be a great time to do it. So I grabbed my task cam. I met up with them the next day and I was like, Savannah, I would love to have you on the show because she has not only a background in stand up, but a background in improv. And I was like, I know they're doing things that are improv related, uh, but I don't know the terms. I don't know what people call them or what I'm looking for or what I'm even looking at sometimes. But I know that Jake and Alex are very funny human beings, and I was very happy to have them on the podcast. And I was so happy that Savannah joined us. And I think she adds a, a nice layer because she asks the right appropriate questions for the improv. She really does. Um, so the four of us sat down. That's a unique thing for me. I've never had really more than two guests at a time on this podcast. So four people was, uh, was unique. And it was a task cam. So I'm letting you know a little bit more background because also uh, the sound quality is not of the podcast studio that I have. Uh, it's definitely more outside. But it was kind of nice when I was going back editing this episode because I was like, ooh, look at us. Look at us outside doing things. Ooh, people driving, being noisy, sounds. You know, like it was just a nice like, ah, man. A reminder, uh, reminiscing is the word I'm looking for. And uh, I really hope you enjoy this episode with the Yardley Brothers and Savannah Hernandez. So let's get into this episode right now. Intro music. Hey, hey, hey. I remember vividly the recorder what? joke too. Your, your, or your, your CD changer <laughs> joke. Because you committed so hard. And, and I was like, who the hell is this guy? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it, like... Like, Zach is literally on the ground, and he's, like, mm. he's making, like, a, a horrendous sound. <laughs> and, then, and then, and then, yeah, yeah, I don't want to get too much away of the bit, but then he eventually got out of the room for yeah, that a lot particular. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hard but to it explain. Funny, but, it was funny, yeah. though, because I remember being in the back on that couch he used to have, mm-hmm. and then, like, you're recording it, and so it's, like, you're acting out rolling on the ground. I'm like, I don't think anyone's gonna. I think it's gonna translate over the <laughs> over the audio. It's, uh, it's rough. <laughs> it's a hard one to listen. To. <laughs> I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, we kind of. That's. So it's been a while. Yeah, we've known each other for a while. Uh, rest in peace, comms. But yeah. Uh, yeah. 
That's not you guys didn't start in Phoenix. No, no. We, yeah, so we're from outside of Philadelphia originally, so yeah. Bucks County specifically, right. and New Jersey. It's, um, it, that part's complicated. Small tangent. Um, parents are divorced. Mom lived in New Jersey. Dad lived in Pennsylvania. We switched every other week, so equally we lived oh, in New Jersey yeah. and Pennsylvania, like a, right on the border. It's a weird custody. To but be like, how old are you guys right now? 25. 25. 25. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how old when you started doing comedy at all? Uh, first thing was 16. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I knew Power you guys show. were kind of like, because I'm the same way. I started young mm-hmm. as yeah. a teenager. And then you guys are kind of the same way of like, yeah. you got all this experience, young faces, right? tons yeah. of experience yeah. behind the young faces. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. People are usually very surprised. And also always, they always ask us how old we are. Yeah. It yeah. always happens. We also get, uh, because of the young faces, oh, you're very cute. Very yeah. cute. Yeah. Never like, um, like, like the act is cute, you know, yeah. because oh. we have, which is kind of like, it's adorable. Back- little backhand. Yeah. 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 It's like a backhanded compliment a lot. It's oh, how I man. take it sometimes, but some people like, I it. take it. Just in, I'm a vain person, so I'm like, thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> you're already holding a mirror. Yeah. Oh yes. Uh, oh, you're here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. All right. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, but yeah. So we started there, and then we went to ASU. So we went to Arizona. Mm-hmm. So yes, we did stand up. It was interesting because our first set at 16 was our talent show, and it was for like three or four hundred people. Mm-hmm. And so that was the first time we ever did stand up. Yeah. It was for like 300. It was our, and both of us did it together as the duo, and mm-hmm. our mom recorded it. Yeah. And I watched it, and I'll never release it ever. Because <laughs> yeah. yeah. we just talked over one another, and to us, we knew what we were saying. But it, like, listening to it and watching it, you're like, this is so much going on. And also at the time, like, we loved Dane Cook. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so imagine yeah. two Dane Cooks just freaking the fuck out at each other. Yeah. Yeah. You're so like, you're getting, like, a lot of information from two people talking over one another. So, like, that was, yeah, that was just craziness. But, yeah, we went to ASU, Arizona, and then we did improv. We did Sam vs. the World. I don't yeah, remember yeah. that. I, that's yeah. kind of where I yeah. first started hearing your names. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because we started one of the first... First and you guys were doing stand-up separately at that time. Mm-hmm. We yeah, right. we always did, especially because our schedules weren't working and like we were just. Oh like, okay. Yeah, because like just college and then. Uh, we I always just whole... make sure you guys had the same job. We had a weird We had a weird thing where uh, I did um, I did sketch and improv for ASU okay. when Jake's schedule didn't work out then he tried out the next semester and then they said no to Jake because they had <laughs> I me. had uh, oh my so god that's, I had that's, this twin that's I had twin this, grind right there this is what happened yeah. I had I went to the audition uh, I my schedule didn't work so like okay ne- try next time I yeah. go and the person tells me both of both of the people running it the directors I go like what can I work on and they were like well like you're good. It's just like we have Alex. So yeah, we have him. And, and I was like, oh, I was like, oh, like I can't work on that. Yeah, <laughs> I was like yeah. that's not something yeah. I can work on yeah. to get yeah. better at. That's, that's called murder. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, that's but that's why I got involved with uh, Names for Man. Okay. Yeah, because I was like I couldn't get into ASU improv <laughs> because of Alex. So yeah. I was like, okay. So did you yeah. do? So, were you a part of that troupe? From Names for Man, yeah. I I was probably only like a semester for me, and I was like at the time they were doing like I don't think they even had it. 
but they made me not understudy. Okay, yeah. And it was, uh, so I was like an understudy, so I would like practice with them, and then I did like maybe one show. Mm-hmm. And Alex and I even did stand up in between their shows to break it up a bit. Yeah, yeah. So gotcha. they were always just really cool to us. Yeah. But for um, that reason, because we just wanted to do comedy together, that was like the dream. Yeah. And so. When, when he didn't get cast for that, we were like, fuck this, so we made our own thing at ASU. We made Tempe yeah, Late Night. Yeah, that was Tempe Late Night. And oh, you guys started Tempe Late Night? We created that, yeah, yeah. Us yeah. and Forbes. Yeah, yeah, wow, yeah. I know the founders. This changes There was four of us. Four of us, one summer, uh, we went to L.A. Um, to see, because we, we were thinking we want to move there eventually. Yeah. So in between uh, a summer, in between semesters, we were there, and we did Groundlings and UCB there too. Right. And, okay. And yeah. uh, we wrote a lot of all of this, the starting sketches there over the phone with the other two members, Forbes and uh, Chris uh, Calamuso, Chris Kelly. Um, they, we would just be like do um, uh, like conference calls. We do conference okay. calls yeah, once a and week. just talk out sketches, talk about like how's the show gonna look, and it became like a really poor Jimmy Fallon and Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. On uh, campus, basically. Yeah. And we but, made it on on Monday uh, because the other comedy groups took up the good spots. And yeah. Then, uh, yeah, but we produced the hell out of it. And but then, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Did you do? Have you done the events typically night? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We, I mean, it's funny because we made it and did it, and we we're only a part of it for. I mean, we made it going into our senior year. Yeah. So we only, we had like a little bit, we had like, there was a dark season. That first season was a dark season. (laughs) That was end of our junior year that was just like, uh, like we were doing it, but there would be like two people there and it was just into a black void and we were just like, okay. (laughs) And then so our senior year is like when it finally took off, but then it's like gone on five, six years. Yeah. yeah. A couple years now, and like there are people that have done Tempe Late Night lo- much longer than we have. Right. After yeah. like making it or whatever, so like we only had it for like a full year, really. Yeah. And it, it really hit that second semester of that final year. Yeah. So I heard like, it got way better when you left. I, I, I heard that. <laughs> <laughs> no, it really did. Yeah. <laughs> because they don't have to do all the groundwork building. Yeah. Up. yeah they don't building have to fly. Yeah, yeah. We have done so much dirty work of comedy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, okay, so even hearing more of this than what I knew, uh, I didn't realize how important improv sketch it really is to you guys. Mm-hmm. It yeah. seems like it's really the foundation of yeah. everything. Yeah, well, that's why we ended up doing the uh, I love train. train. <laughs> <laughs> drink, yeah. Okay, new drinking game. If you're listening to this and you hear a train, you've got to drink. Because <laughs> <laughs> it probably will go Stay by. Stay hydrated. Yeah, yeah. Drink your water. Drink your water. Drink your water. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, well, that's what led into the aftermath. Okay. Because it was the aftermath of Tempe Oh, Late that's Night. the name of it. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Because it was the aftermath of, like, we had built this thing, and we're like, well, fuck, now we have to just let it go. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. it, yeah. it took so, it was so painstaking to, like, go to the, like, we, like, screen printed t-shirts and, like, flyered and did all this shit and, and then built it up. group at ASU, which yeah. had a lot of, like, got funding to jump through yeah. to do that. Yeah. And, and funding, like, booking yeah. rooms and shit, the logistics of it. And then, like, it was all set up and then we're like, all right, bye. <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah. group. Yeah. yeah. And so that was really hard. So we made the aftermath, though. So that's where it came from. And that's why it was really improv heavy was because we were like, I still want to do improv. Yeah. But I... I don't want to join a troupe and then also be doing stand-up, so we just kind of combined the two. Yeah, yeah. I loved the show Aftermath. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I think you guys asked me to do it, mm-hmm. yeah. and I uh, was very nervous about the idea, because like, 
first, it, you don't know how that's going to go. And yeah. I'm sure you pitched it enough where you're like, it's, but really though, I know you're a stand-up, but it's going to be fine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. We, we were like, we would go in, because we at least had Alex and I, uh, Colton ran it with us, and we'd always have like, an Evan too, originally. Yeah. Um, so it was the four of us. So we were like, we knew when we were booking, we wanted to book at least a couple people that we knew were like, had done improv or were at least confident they could do it. Yeah. So we had that, or there were shows where we were like, okay, we're going to do a lot of heavy lifting this show improv-wise, because yeah. this person is like a one-liner stand-up, you know? Yeah. So they don't yeah. they don't act out, they don't do other shit. Yeah. So we like knew some of those shows, but like we're all narcissists, so we're like, perfect! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, but, yeah. yeah. Savannah, any questions so far? Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, it's interesting because earlier you were saying that, uh, like, when you first started doing, like, the dual act, that you guys were just talking over each other, and that's, right. like, such a big part of improv is being able to, like, step on stage and read the other person. Mm -hmm. And, like, last night, just, like, watching your guys' set, like, it was, like, a weird glance where it was, like, a transfer of energy, and then <laughs> one of you would, like, walk to the back and do the act out, yeah. and it was, like, this, like, weird, like, simultaneous, unspoken thing mm -hmm. that right. you would need an improv. Right, yeah. And that was just, like, really cool to see. I guess there's no question. When, when we talk... <laughs> <laughs> I think it'll Actually, help no elaborate. Like, when yeah. we talk about it, you, like, generally, like, we like storytelling. Mm -hmm. So we'll usually have, like, stories or jokes, and we'll be like, okay, like, who's going to be the driver, and then who's going to be in shotgun? Right. So, like, that's kind of what's happening, mm -hmm. is, like, when we're looking at each other, it's like... Oh, you you drive this next one. Yeah. You you drive the narrative, and the other person's like it's kind of like commentating, like yeah. where it's like there's the the person that's doing the color commentating, and the other person that's like doing the like what's actually happening. The, or whatever. the play by play. It's play like by play. it's a lot of like listening with your eyes, which you always hear in improv is yeah. listening. Like you even mentioned that's a a glance. The hyper listening. <laughs> yeah, okay. it's it's you're you're reading their body language because okay. that's how you're communicating. So like, we both talk with our hands a lot too. Yeah. And like just kind of fully our bodies um a lot of times i know what certain cues mean like we have certain things built into our set if jake sees the light and i don't see the light we I was bring, ask about this, that. this is what we do this is what we do is we bring the mic stand forward so that we the both other person know, know oh, they got we the got we got because yeah. you always, i love that yeah, last yeah, so night yeah. one of you did See I didn't light. see the light. I didn't see the light. Yeah, that's why. Okay, I yeah, yeah. yeah. Light. That's that's his light, basically. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, okay. yeah. I love that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's because we've done that where Jake will or whoever it was just abruptly ends, and yeah. the other person would be like, "Why did it end?" And be like, "Dude, we got the light like a while ago." And yeah. The other person's like, "Oh, I was like, I never saw it." Yeah. We 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 fucked it up enough. We were just like, we were like, like on stage, we're like. Stop! <laughs> Please stop! You're like, what is going on between yeah, the two of them? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, here, uh, here's a horror story. Um, we did, we did, uh, we did uh, Howard Hughes used to run a show at Stand Up Scottsdale, right? You know, you know Howard Hughes, yeah. right? Yeah, awesome, let's name names. Yeah, well, anyway, it, it's, it's nothing bad about him, but he, <laughs> but he, he gave us time, and we were really young, and we just started doing the duo, like, kind of full-time. Is this and, 2011? Um, no, 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 no. This probably was probably 16? Yeah, 2016. Oh, we just okay. graduated oh, college. So we've been oh, doing, okay. si like, singles for a while. Mm -hmm. So at that time, our set was, like, his jokes, my jokes, mm -hmm. and it, 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 they didn't blend very well. Right, right. right. And, and so what happened in this particular time is we're looking at each other, but we don't know, like, who's going to go next. And so there's just really awkward silence. 
and then the joke didn't go well, and so it just permeated. And then Howard Hughes came on afterwards, and he goes, "It's tough to see people bomb, but when you watch two people bomb at once <laughs> and look at each other, yeah. it's really painful." And that oh, was like, man. I think hearing that, being, we were like, "Oh, we gotta figure this out." Like, yeah. Gotta, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good growing experience. <laughs> is a positive spin. On I okay. forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I had repressed that. <laughs> it sounds like a lot of this kind of like. Uh, because I even remember one of you guys, I, I like just started knowing you guys and you started doing it more together mm-hmm. and versus separate. And it just sounds like a lot of this was trial and error of like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, that's a thing now. Like, right. Oh, yeah, yeah, 100%. We we do, we try and get as many like reps in as possible. Yeah. We, well, we bought another like another thing that's just come from being a duo versus anyone else that other comics don't have to deal with is like we bought our own mic to bring to open mics so that we oh, each have a mic yeah. oh, so we are man. always carrying around a mic because we there was so many times where we, error. Yeah. yeah there was so many times where it was just one mic and there's two of us and we're like oh we're gonna do mic mic pass here like yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it, we have an audible set now where like they don't. They said they were gonna have a microphone, so we didn't bring ours, or we forgot ours. Yeah. We have now a one microphone set of jokes, one that we pass. Like jokes and then are the, just, they translate better. And then the other person's yeah. like acting out, and yeah, it, it's not. Um, as, uh, it's more fluid that way. Okay. So, any more questions, Savannah? I yeah. know you got tons of notes. You're more organized than I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So you're saying that like before when you guys were doing stand-up together, like it wasn't meshing. Like it was quite mm-hmm. clear. It was just you guys telling your separate jokes. So like now, how do you do? You always just sit down and you're like. I have an idea. Let's improv for a oh, while. A lot of our a lot of our material uh, comes from uh, have an idea. We tell the other person. The other person hates it, and then we talk about it. And usually, like we, because we we differ a lot on like how we come up with jokes. Like I normally. I feel like we each think the other one's doing it backwards, kind of. But, <laughs> yeah. but, but I love that we have that conflict because yeah. then we have to compromise it vets, and it vets the material. Yeah. So the first time we ever say it, we've already um, talked it out and meshed it out, like um, teased it out to compromise for both of us, so that it's both kind of what we want. And then our most important communication happens immediately after a set. We always talk about our drive homes, like. If, we drove out to a show, like 45 minute car ride. We're pretty much talking the whole way back about how it went. This joke should have gone like in the I beginning. That, that yeah. joke should have gone in the back, like in the in the end, or like, oh, I did this, but I should have done that, or maybe you say that and I should say this, or, or asking each other like, where was your head at when that uh, happened or whatever? And it was ooh. like, oh, I was thinking to go like this direction, mm-hmm. and it was like, oh, okay, I didn't I didn't pick up on the same thing you did right. from the crowd or like. Even like with riffing too, right? Like if you're gonna riff on the crowd, like with two people, mm-hmm. is kind of interesting. So like, mm-hmm. if Alex is like going after someone or doing something, I'm usually just like, I'm just adding spice to the recipe. I'm not like, I'm not cooking the meal. Like I like, mm-hmm. he's he's doing it. I'm just adding little like ad libs. Or if we're really like in the zone and it's really going well, like mm-hmm. we can both kind of interject if we're on the same page. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if he's he, if he's on a train of thought. Sometimes it's really detrimental to like get him off that like that train of thought or yeah. like 
or step on the punchline. Mm-hmm. That's happened too, where like we've yeah. talked about the set, and one of us just rushes the punchline, uh-huh. and the other one's like, I didn't even set it up the whole way. Like, oh. yeah. I didn't even milk out everything. You're like, of course that joke didn't work, is because I had it differently in my head, and it we tried it for the first time, and then it came out differently than how I like right. I would want it or how he wanted. Pacing wise, all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that yeah. leads to a really good question. Do you guys sit down and listen to your set together? Uh, sometimes yeah. we haven't, not really. Like, yeah. we, sometimes on the car ride there, we'll like listen to a previous set. Yeah. And that like, it's kind of like an improv thing where it's like, you know, have you ever played like Nelda Shuggy or whatever? It's like improv game to just get everybody to kind of hive mind a bit. Okay. Oh, you guys are, yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Okay. People call it different things. Yeah. yeah so like we it's kind of a similar thing where we'll listen to our set yeah so we know where we went last time oh. and and we're like okay this is how that joke sounds mm-hmm. and then then we're both at least on the same page going in mm-hmm. um, do you pause it and say things like uh, i like that line i don't like that line yeah uh, yeah Stuff e- like that. even um a, a lot of the time it'll be like who says what punchline right and then what order because we're pretty cognizant of um, taking each other's stage time because because we've messed up so much. I've gotten overexcited before and just we at like an open mic for instance, you have five minutes. I've yeah. talked for the whole time and then we, we leave a mic and and Jake or it's happened to both of us where we'll leave and go like I I hardly said anything. We yeah, I was, we went up and did a mic and I didn't I said like a couple things. Ah. Yeah yeah yeah. Oof. That's a drink of water there, I think. <laughs> <laughs> uh, stay hydrated, yeah, guys. Yeah, stay <laughs> okay, any more questions, Savannah? Uh, no, I think... Are you, do you guys, like, uh, were you ever, like, using pantomime, really, to, like, bring your stuff to your stand-up? Because I noticed that, like, a little bit yesterday. Mm-hmm. Or, like, using... If you're kind of listening to the person talking to really drive the story, so... Does what you're doing in the background ever vary based on the crowd reaction oh. or adjusting that way? So, especially for... We have one bit, that, like, hype man bit. Um, where Alex is in the back and he's like my hype man mm-hmm. and then it kind of switches but yeah I didn't know what he was doing <laughs> um, like a lot of the time it's like I don't want to like leave the bit right yeah. and like it it really is like simultaneously like straight man and like you know the crazy going on behind right and so it really works better if i'm very like stoic and still right because then it really comes across as more frantic in the back Mm -hmm. and um so yeah i didn't know a lot of the stuff that was happening so early on like we and it just came through trial and error too where it's like he would do random shit and like eventually like there was things that would hit more frequently than than wouldn't, so he would do those more, and then I was just more aware of those. Mm-hmm. And then like my, rea- my my reaction to it, like obviously is like pretty similar each time. But I think we try to at least keep most of our like pantomiming things happening like pretty organic. Right. So like we know the ideas of what we're gonna say, but the words aren't always the same. Okay. Yeah. So that way it, it comes out much more fluid. And, and usually the pantomiming, uh, we we just were like how. how we're twins and we do this twin act. What advantage do we have over other comedians? Yeah. And like, I mean, the structure of, of a joke, just for anybody listening, doesn't. It's just like a, a premise. What is the idea of it? The setup, the punchline, and then like the tags after that, and then the act out. Yeah. We just try to put the act out because we can, because we're twins and we can exploit that. We try to do the act I out. I love it. Yeah. During or so even before. Yeah. yeah. So, so, so like for the gym, I love it. We have the the gym membership bit where yeah, it's like. Yeah. Great bit where it's like before like i i'll be doing the action mm-hmm. before the punchline hits yeah mm. so and then and then when the punchline hits you're like 
oh shit, that's what he was doing. And right. I just continue to do it. Uh, and then it just becomes funnier. I would rather have people leave the show and go, I didn't catch all of the jokes or I didn't catch all of it. Yeah. I want to see them again rather than say, like, I, I saw all of it and I know what they do. I get it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'd rather it be more dense and some of it gets lost rather than not have enough material almost on stage. Yeah. You know what I mean? Okay. And it should yeah. hopefully be more rewatchable too that way. Right, right. So is your guys' goal, like, is your goals to just tour more, do the act more, headline more type of situation, or are you hoping this leads to some other path, or... The goal has always been stand-up. Like, yeah. again, like, early on, like, we were, I, uh, the way it hit for us was we were in elementary school, our parents got divorced, and Dane Cook was <laughs> an absolute superstar doing Madison yes, Square Garden. Yeah. So that was, like, one, probably one of the most crucial, like... No, uh, like it's like a very core memory for me, right? Yeah. So like when that happened, I was like, oh, I want to do Madison Square Garden. I want to yeah. do stand up. Mm-hmm. I want to do that, 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 and like I, we've just always been after that. Yeah. That big, that big stand up like hugeness. Mm-hmm. So like it's always been stand up is the driver, and then all the other stuff is just really awesome that it happens, yeah. like yeah. improv and yeah. sketch and whatever. Yeah, moving to LA, it's like we're gonna try to say yes to other opportunities right. because. We're we're getting gaining career capital so to speak, and yeah. then hopefully we can use that career capital if we did like a show or like some a podcast or something. Hopefully that feeds more people going to the stand up shows, right? Right. Yeah. Right. So like it all feeds the same thing. Right. So like saying yes to all those opportunities just so that it can all hopefully blend together and then just people know us so that they can come to shows. And, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like Pat Oswalt doing the Sprite commercials so he could pay for his tour. Right, right, yeah, right, yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. That was, yeah. Like a whole, yeah, yeah. that was like a whole thing that he contemplated and mm-hmm. talked about. But yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. Um, that leads to a, a two-part question. Uh, what do you miss about Phoenix comedy and what do you like about L.A. comedy? Ooh, okay. What I do miss, I miss? I, I definitely miss... All of the people, because mm-hmm. you. I, mean, I you hate spend that similar- answer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, uh, well, it, it sucks. Well, I'll, okay, I'll be like a dick about it. Like I, <laughs> I spent so much time trying to like these people. <laughs> yeah, my friends, I finally, I miss them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they finally became tolerable. <laughs> and then I have to leave and do it all over again. <laughs> yeah. it, it is that feeling. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it, it does suck. Just like. Meeting people and being like, I promise I'm good at comedy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I guess yeah, maybe more besides the people. Obviously, uh, it, I miss the easy stage time because people we knew more people there. We knew more independent showrunners. Yeah. So we could get up easier. We could get 15, 20 minutes. It's a Facebook message. It's a text message. It's and that's a, all it yeah, was. And now yeah. we're starting over again in LA. So now it's back at the bottom, and we got to like they got to see us. Like, people see us, and what show would they actually see us on? So it's like open mics, and then but open it, mics lead to other. It stuff. is nice. So, like, we at least had the blueprint in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Like, the, the way we made it, like, our goals, we met our goals in Phoenix. Our goals were to do, like, the bigger clubs yeah. and host in, like, feature for those, and we did that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and then ran a show at, at some other ones, too. Mm-hmm. So, like, we hit those, and it was kind of like, okay, there's we can keep doing this, or we can try and go and do stuff bigger. Right. So, we were just, like, the reason we went to ASU, too, was, like, it was the biggest school with the most resources. So, we were just, like we can grow exponentially there and then we did yeah. we made the late night show yeah. Yeah. same thing with Phoenix well, and same thing with the LA. analogy we always used was we just wanted to be the small fish in the big ponds room for growth I completely agree with you that you know what I mean yeah. like, I, feel, I, I don't want to be the big way. fish where I'm like I, I'm 
I'm not growing. I'm not getting better anywhere. Yeah. Like here. You don't so, need the ego boost. You want the growth. Yeah. Yes. I'd yeah. rather have my ego kicked in. I can deal with that. I, Jake and I have each other too to like help. That's a huge, huge thing outside of comedy is we have each other to yeah. talk each other through it. Um, like emotionally, like yeah. holy shit, we suck tonight. It's like, but we 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 don't suck. You know, like we're yeah. we're at least getting better and we're growing. And then to answer the second part of your question, the great part about being in LA is you get to watch like the best comedians in the world. Like we saw Chris Rock for free. Like we went into the comedy <laughs> yeah. store and yeah. we did just the open mic and then we just hung out and we just got to watch all these great comedians for free, hung out in the back and then Chris Rock did a drop in and it was his first time like doing stand up like this year. It was like six six, six months. And, like, yeah. yeah, so he was really rusty and it it was great to watch him suck. Like watch yeah. Chris Rock work stuff out. He had his phone out and he was working out premises and he goes, yeah. What do you guys think of like and he would just throw out like a celebrity's name or a topic yeah. and he'd hear the reaction and then he'd talk about it for a while and it was just crazy to watch him work from like square one, right? Just a huge like empty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just education. Suck. Yeah, it's yeah. great to see good people suck. Yeah, yeah. Because you're that's like, gotta be nice. It, yeah. yeah, I mean, it just it's just helpful to like be like, oh, okay, like that's how that that's how they perfect. got good. Yeah. Yeah. Right, that's right, how right. they got good. Yeah. And and watching people gracefully bomb, like we watched Tony Hinchcliffe. He was opening for uh, Joe Rogan. Another thing, we just like knew the door guy. Yeah. So we got to see Joe Rogan for free. Yeah. And and uh, uh, Tony Hinchcliffe. Uh, he bombed so hard, like, yeah. way harder than Chris Rock. Like he wasn't working stuff out. Like he was some of his material, yeah. and it was cool to see him at the end. Like they weren't jokes, but he got the energy back in the room, and then passed it off to the uh, to the host, yeah. so that the show wasn't dead. Yeah, just very professional. Yeah, yeah. So it was like a graceful bomb. Yeah, he didn't flander and just die in it. He yeah. was just like, I'm gonna do my job. And yeah, push past. Yep, and he owned the fact that he bombed and yeah. explained that to the audience, and then the audience was like, Oh. Oh, that's what that was. That's why it didn't feel great, right, you know. Right. And then yeah. pass the torch, kind of. Yeah. So that's educational. Yeah. Hi. Yo yo. <laughs> what up? Um. All right. So uh, to wrap this up, um, you're we're at Big Pine right now, so mm-hmm. you're technically in Arizona, but you guys live in LA. Mm-hmm. Uh, what advice do you wish someone gave you before you moved to LA? And uh, maybe like comedy advice that you just kind of like recent. Like, like a, I, I want to hear like a recent like aha oh, okay. that you wish you guys had okay. earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I would say you, you know know at least a couple friends because when you get to LA, you have to have somebody help you get your foot in the door. Yeah. Like, like it, not that's for multiple shows. Like. We we were friends with uh, Chappelle Lacey. Chappelle Lacey yeah. is doing amazing in LA, and we just went to go support him, and he encouraged us, like come to my show and like support me. We talked to him. He now like gives us basically a, um, a stamp of approval. These guys are funny, and then That's to enough. meet people that then, way. Yeah, then, and then, then also we just yeah. went to a show of his, and they were like. We got thrown on just for, by going to his show, and they're like, "Oh, these guys are good." They're like, "Okay, we actually got dropped, so you guys want to do some time?" We're like, "Absolutely, yes." So awesome. like that shit is like very helpful. Like it's who you know is half of it. Really she, seems like yeah, because, yeah. And it's um that is, I think that the underlying bigger thing from that or the aha is the first impression is actually really important because like if they see you as like an open micer or they see you bomb initially. That's their first impression, and that's pretty powerful. Like they, it'll 
you'll have to see them a lot more and you have to do a lot more work to get over that first impression. Right. So if your first impression with them is like you crushing or you knowing a really good comedian, it's easier for you right. to, to, to go. Yeah, um, you guys just laughing and having a good time with Chappelle and they're like, oh, okay. Yeah, like, they're yeah. cool. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, right, right, yeah, right, yeah. Right. There's low stress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's great. Okay. Yeah. And then also uh, just be it, attached to that is just be a good person. Like, because... People so all important. talk, all comedians talk, and then they, they I mean, I, I even learned that here at Big Pine, the bookers, the bookers talk to the other comedians that are headlining, those comedians have talked to all the other comedians, so it's like, you want everybody to not be talking shit about you, because that, right. that will make, you don't know who knows the booker of the club you're trying to get booked at, yeah. you know, yeah. so yeah. that, that is actually, uh, it's like, um, it's like a resume, basically. It's like your references. You want to have good references. Yeah, yeah it's, it is strange how much comedy relies on that. And it's, you know, everything I've ever gotten has only been because of comics. Yeah. It's never been because, like, some CEO was like, he's the one. He's <laughs> the guy. Right, right, right. I choose him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I plucked him out of the Believe desert. That. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's not happening. <laughs> So I found that improv really helped me with my comedy writing, stand-up writing, mm-hmm. and a lot of comics say, like, oh, I don't want to take improv because I'm already good at crowd work. That's, like, and, like, that's mm-hmm. what they take of it. So I just want to know, like, if how it helped you guys. I, I thought initially, the opposite. I, I think, I I think the opposite. that's terrible advice what you just said. Like, I think all of it, it, like, it's all comedy. I think if you get good at sketch, you can apply that to your stand-up and you can apply that to your improv. Because if you know, if you've written a sketch and you wrote a whole arc for your character, you can apply that to your improv and go, this character is going to have a similar arc to, like, steal from yourself. Like, steal yeah. from yeah. yourself and use, like, that information. Alex was stealing from me for years. I've been <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I stole his essence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I've done um, that. Like, I, I wrote a character or I did one for my improv thing, like uh-huh. a character advice show or whatever, and then I had to do a character mm-hmm. stand-up set, and I did the exact same character yeah, pretty much, yeah. just like rewrote it in the same yeah. way. An example of that is like uh, Adam Sandler. He does stand-up. He works out characters that he eventually uses in his movies. Oh, like, yeah. Like, do yeah. you use stand-up as a vehicle? use improv as a vehicle to help the other thing that you're trying to do. If yeah. it's sketch, yeah. if, you're, if you're doing sketch, do a whole improvised scene about a character you wrote about. Yeah. You'll, like, Key and Peele wrote a lot of their sketches by doing improv as the process to writing the sketch. Yeah. So they that's did how SNL, That's how Groundlings works, too. Right, I mean, right, like, right. A, lot of those, yeah. a lot of those big things, that's how they work. And also, to go back to the original thing you said, like, anyone that says that they don't need to do improv because they do crowd work, I think it's absurd. I think it's the other way around where it's like, I think doing improv helps you in crowd work. Like, if you're good at improv and you're working in improv and, like, you're flexing that muscle frequently, when you go to do crowd work, that stuff will just kick in. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's awesome because then they're like, well, this person's quick. And, uh, wow, they're building a scene right. based on just my interaction with them. Yeah. Any so, other stand-ups that, that think the way whoever gave you that advice, they're probably amazed because they're like, wow, that was so quick. How did he come up with that? Or how did she come up with that? Right. Like. How how did they develop that? And it's like, well, I do improv. That's why. Yeah. yeah like a play, and they don't recognize those uh, games or those tools that you're using that you're taking and using in another format. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do you guys feel like uh, I feel like because we've talked about this before, but like when I do a joke, it's seventy five percent written, and then the rest yeah. of it is like I like that. I like that number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Loose. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. you've seen that. Yeah. enough in my sense 
Uh, do you feel like that's appropriate with you guys out of the 75-25 improv? Uh, so I might lose you both on this, but um, Alex and I were big football fans, and we'll, we we know so much about football that like we'll talk about comedy in terms of football sometimes. Like, oh, like we need to audible there, do this, do yeah, that. Yeah. Like, and also like there's a point where it's like we we switch and change different like strategy almost yeah. okay and so that'll happen on stage too where it's like oh just apply this different strategy yeah. to this comedy right so like we'll talk about like oh just do like a ground and pound versus like an air attack you yeah. know what i mean yeah. but like for yeah. us like we have different like that a ground and pound yeah, yeah. that means something <laughs> yeah. the way you're, but like the way you're attacking the crowd like Quick, 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 big yeah. hits or long, drawn yeah. out. Yeah. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah, like yeah. a Hail Mary. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, like there, there's a, there's like like a, a thing. In, <laughs> no, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a thing in football, it's called an option route, where the, the receiver runs down the field and then he looks at. take notes. <laughs> no, but he, he looks at the defense okay. and then runs one of like three different routes. And the okay. quarterback is also reading the defense. And they, he throws the ball based on what they saw. Right. It's that is how we apply like doing crowd work. We are both because we're both on the field, we're both on the stage. We both are going at the same time, and then we are both listening to how the crowd is going. And then the other person's gonna do the setup. The other person better be ready for the correct punchline. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes so, sense. Yeah, I, I mean, it's if you don't know football, maybe it's kind of no, it, no, no, it's no, no. It's no, 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 right. yeah, yeah, yeah. It made, it made sense. Yeah, yeah. They'll tell me in the comments. <laughs> 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 um, okay. Uh, any more? No, yeah, okay. Yeah. You guys have any questions for me? Yes. When's uh, your birthday? Oh, <laughs> my birthday just happened. September so 18th. Oh, happy birthday! Yeah, thank yeah. you. Thank you. Did you do anything wild, wacky, crazy? What'd you do? Uh. Savannah and Lou Moon and I went uh, bowling. Yeah, we went bowling. Savannah bought me a cake. Oh, uh, yeah. How'd you bowl? Did you cake? Well? No, I, uh, <laughs> I did very you had fun. I, I, I won every game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I won every game. It was wow. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry I brought it up. <laughs> I was like on my birthday. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, uh, it was great. I had a good time. Um, yeah. Hey.